What up, though? This is Thomas, and this is another episode of Dollar Theater. The film that I watched is called Our Brand is Crisis. It is a movie with Sandra Bullock, Billy Bob Thornton, Anthony Mackie. I had no idea that LeBlanc was played by Zoe Kassan without looking at the cover. Zoe Kassan is from... Well, I know her from Ruby Sparks. Anthony Mackie is an Avenger. <laughs> uh, Billy Bob Thornton. The first thing I think of besides like Angelina Jolie and those blood vials uh, is that movie he did with uh, Holly Berry, um, Monsters Ball. And then Sandra Bullock is like a whole legend in my book. She did Miss Congeniality. She did that new Oceans movie. Uh, she won an Oscar for Blindside. I really enjoy her. Uh, this film is about Jane Bodine, played by Sandra Bullock. And she has, after years of controversy in the last couple uh, elections not going her way, she's essentially become a recluse and a hermit. Um, she was a... I believe a political advisor um, who would be helping political candidates run their campaign to win elections. Um, But she was deemed Calamity Jane and not trusted. Uh, There's a great opening scene that has news clippings and voiceovers and talks about essentially her meteoric rise to prominence and then that crash. which has led her to the position now where now after a rehab stint and apparently months in a psychiatric ward, um, she has quit smoking and is sober from alcohol use. Um, but then Anthony Mackey's character and, uh, his partner Nell, uh, is looking for her to help revitalize, um, a candidate who's down 20 points in this Bolivian election. This film is great. Just hands down great. I really, really loved it. I'm glad that it turned out great um, just because, like, all the players involved I like. And so the fact that even though I'd never heard of the film, um, the fact that it was great is awesome. I feel like I'm just being very reductive. Uh, So... Her political rival is Billy Bob Thornton, who is supporting the one who is leading in the race, um, who goes by the name of, I believe it's Vasquez. Um, And her candidate, uh, Castillo, Castillo, um, again, is 20 points down. And they have to come together as a team to flip the narrative. Uh, at the beginning, as they're driving up to her house, uh, they talk about her perception, which I thought was really cool. They describe her as a disposable, um, which is defined as an agent who is expendable and deniable. <laughs> now says she has no f- kids, no family, no life. If she turns this thing around, we did it together. If she messes it up, that'll be Calamity Jane. Uh, That's sort of like a microcosm of her perception at the time. And so they go over to um, Bolivia 
and continue to work on this campaign. And at first she was denying them like, no, I'm good. I'm peaceful here. I'm clean here. Uh, and <laughs> then they pull out the secret weapon, uh, sort of her trigger, which is Billy Bob Thornton is heading the other side. Uh, and that really gets her goat. Uh, and so she's like completely on board. Um, but she has altitude sickness. So even on the plane, she's feeling terrible. Um, in, in these mountainous areas, she's feeling horrible for the good first, I'd say week that they were there. Um, and then as the games or as the, the snide comments and remarks and all that stuff starts ramping up, she completely is in the game and we see her uh, competency where she immediately just breaks down what's wrong with the campaign, how to fix the campaign. Um, Castillo actually gets attacked by a provocateur um, with an egg and Castillo punches this person in the face and instead of apologizing like a normal person, uh, (laughs) Jane believes that it's Billy Bob Thornton again, uh, who goes by Candy, um, is up to his old tricks. That was him. He sent the guy with the egg. Uh, and so instead, she believes that this can be a good opportunity to pivot into crisis. He, instead of cowering away, uh, is the only person able to get this country through what is perceived as a crisis economically. Uh, in every aspect of the term, it's a crisis and he can do it. Uh, they go through this image shift. Um, there are really great scenes, uh, and it's way more comedic than I thought it would be, uh, which was nice. There is some physical comedy that I feel like Sandra Bullock is known for, uh, uh, from getting off the plane and because of her motion sickness, she's, our altitude sickness, she falls off. Uh, she knocks her head up against the clear glass, uh, I believe it's a sliding door. Um, she ends up ralphing because... Uh, her stomach is upset. There are just some great scenes that really showcase both her dramatic side and her comedic side. Um, there's a there's an aide, like a volunteer for the campaign, um, named uh, Ernie. No, I believe his name is uh, Eddie. Yeah, his name is Eddie because it's Eduardo, but she shortened it to Eddie. Um, they they sort of represent, he sort of represents like the idealistic side. Um, He's still hopeful. He has this picture of him and Castillo uh, when he was first in the office and he's holding Eddie as a child and he really cherishes this photo. Uh, But there is a quote by Sandra Bullock uh, that I really feel like breaks this down the best. Uh, She says, when I first started in the business, my heroes were politicians and leaders. Then I met them. And she again, she talks about, you know, you need to be idealistic to get into this thing, to keep going. But once that's gone, there's there's no getting back. You know, you can't no matter how hard you try, you can't. And. I mean, you can see it in the film as this going on, he has this such a pure heart and believes that 
Castillo is the changes they need in the country and everything from going up against his brothers uh, with his beliefs and also um, being on the ground recording the opponent's speeches and uh, not necessarily doing unsavory things, but um, being all in with what is required for him as an aide and ends up getting a real sort of kinship with both uh, Sanders' character, Jane, and the candidate, uh, Castillo himself. Uh, there are just great moments and quotes all throughout this movie. Um, just, I don't know, I really, 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 really enjoyed this film. Uh, Billy Bob Thornton is phenomenal in this. I'm not necessarily familiar with his work. I didn't watch Sling Blade. I had no idea he won an Oscar for it. I thought it was for Monsters Ball. But um, he is so charming. He and Sandra Bullock, uh, Candy and Jane, have this great chemistry. They bounce off of each other. Um, The first time you see him, he's actually, like, negging her. um, Basically saying, like, oh, wow. Hey, it's you. I thought you gave up or retired or something. Uh, and just kept commenting on how tired she looked. He goes as far as to book the, um, hotel room directly across from her, uh, gives her these phone calls, basically explaining like, Hey, this is how you messed up. Uh, This is what we're going to do next. And there's nothing you can do about it, essentially. Uh, to the point where they are fighting over whose bus is going to pass, whose bus, uh, representing like, who's going to beat each other in the polls. They are extremely competitive. um, And you hear these terrible things about him. And you see why, um, at least in Jane's opinion, she is who she is. And it's because of the effect of that guy. Um, There's a a scene where Ben, uh, played by Anthony Mackie, asks Jane, uh, how many times have you gone up against this guy? And says three or four times. And then he says, how many times have you lost against this guy? He says like three or four times. And he warns her, he says, don't make this personal. Okay. And she assures him. She's just like, yeah, it's just a job. It's just a job. But quickly, uh, as an audience, you see that that is completely not the case. Uh, they begin to shoot barbs at each other. And at first, uh, Castillo is very adamant about running a clean campaign, agrees with uh, Vasquez to run a clean campaign. Vasquez is the opponent. Um, and so Jane orchestrates this fake uh, opposition. Like she digs into uh, Castillo's past and essentially does a smear campaign against herself. Um but frames it as Vasquez doing the first shot. Um, and that convinces him to attack <laughs> Vasquez. Uh, and so they end up going negative back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Uh, there's a through line about the inauthentic uh, nature of elections and politics in general. Um, Jane is very jaded and believes that this is all a dog and pony show. Uh, and has a really powerful scene near the end of the movie where she remarks to Castillo, like, why don't you just say the things that I need you to say? And he's basically just like, I'm not your puppet. 
And she responds, of course you're a puppet. As am I. We're just pawns. And he really, like, disagrees with her and realizes that she's, like, essentially unraveling. And says, like, hey, you need help. You need, like, professional help. And she just goes right back into it. No, I am a good person. The means justifying the ends. And the nasty, terrible things that I've done, I've done for people like you. So you owe me. She has this mentality that because she has essentially sacrificed her morality for points, for cachet, for money, for power, that these people are in debt to her. Um, And the only way to cash that in is by winning. Um, there are a lot of great quotes. She's also a quoter where she will say things like, uh, quotes from abstract people, uh, from not Marlon Brando. What's his name? Oh man. I can't, cannot remember his name. Warren Beatty. Uh, it's not important. The second time she says, Warren Beatty. uh, it's actually, uh, assigned to, Machiavelli um and she quotes Sun Tzu and believes that uh Candy is doing this art of war thing where they are layers upon layers and attacks and all this other stuff and again that idealistic um <laughs> the idealistic nature of a Ben of an Eddie comes up where he's basically just like yeah I don't, I don't think that's right I don't think that that is what's happening she's just like that's why you're 20 points behind they're battling back and forth and back and forth. When we find out why her name is Calamity Jane, um, there apparently was an incident. The mayoral uh, campaign, both Candy and Jane are opposite sides. Um, and then there's a leak that the uh, opposing candidate to Jane's, uh, his daughter, has a coke addiction. And the daughter crumbles from this and actually commits suicide. Uh, And a lot of people just attribute it to her and believe that she was the cause of this, just trying to win a campaign and essentially has blood on her hands for her choices. Um, But then we later find out that it was him, Candy, who did a, essentially a poison whisper campaign, um, sort of similar to what she did at the beginning. Um, but then it turns out that she essentially let Ben believe that so she wouldn't have to deal with the ramifications. I personally believe that's why the character, in addition to mental health problems, uh, is why she's self-medicating with both alcohol, her job, like being a workaholic, uh, and then also those those vices, like the cigarettes. Um but it turns out that she is the one who actually pushed for it. Uh, and unfortunately, the kid died because of that. Um, let's see. There. I don't know. I was just reminded of Ides of March, um, which is a Ryan Gosling film. And I think it's George Clooney, who also was a producer on this movie. Um, and Philip Seymour Hoffman. And he's running as a candidate, uh, Clooney is, and you just see the underbelly of politics. And I sort of got a taste of that from, um, the newsroom, sort of seeing the news version of that are, um, seeing politicians being 
call to task for the actions or the promises that they give, but you actually see it up close and personal uh, from campaign promises to pivots in morality and um, what it takes to get just, what, 0.2%, which is what it really took to um, push Castile over the top. And so Castillo, spoiler alert, finally gets elected. They win. Um, <laughs> and this is on the back of um, Jane saying, like, if they lose, like, if Candy wins, she's going to kill herself. And she's serious. Uh, and we don't know uh, because of these problems that she's had and because of these experiences that she has, if she's actually going to follow through on these things or if this is just... Uh, generalizations from somebody who is um, unstable from the election. He wins, uh, and then you see the ramifications of this. At first, there's huge applause at the bar where she's with Eddie celebrating, Um, and then there's the aftermath. People are protesting. It turns out that he goes back on his word um, about bringing the IMF there, uh, without a constitutional uh, reform. He doesn't talk to the people first, even though that's what he promised protesters um, and people who are watching this campaign. Um, and so people just start protesting. People go out on the streets and they are obviously unhappy uh, as both teams are trying to essentially escape um, before political upheaval happens. Um Eddie is extremely distraught, uh, realizes that the person that he thought he knew, he did not know, um, that his brothers were right about the IMF coming back. Uh, it turns out that Castillo really isn't for the people, uh, in that sense, and that he's just another cog on the wheel. Um, and so he joins his brothers in protest. Jane, seeing what's going on after being accosted by Eddie, um, that you say that I'm actually want to get this right. Cause this was a great quote. Let's see. Uh, he said, you say all these things that people say, but what are you going to do? What are you going to do? And they're riding in the, the truck and they come to a standstill because of the protesters and she gets out of the car and joins the protesters. Now, you don't necessarily see her joining in with the chants. Uh, she also can't speak Spanish, but uh, I like that she she moved away from the essentially the poison that was in her life. Uh, she, she's not a nice person when it comes to uh, this type of business. She doesn't know how to separate it. She honestly, genuinely believes that she's a good person, but that the means justify the ends are the ends justify the means. I don't really know how that works. Um, but the last thing she says, I believe, uh, is actually another quote. She says, it's like someone said, if you don't like the road you're on, start building another one. So as far as ranking is concerned, this is the best movie that I've seen so far. I think this is the best movie I've ever gotten from a bargain bin. And I've gotten most of my movies from um, either pawn shops or uh, dollar stores. And this was phenomenal. Like, 
And I feel like it helps because I didn't have really any expectations besides there being great actors in it. Uh, but this exceeded my expectations. I would definitely rank it. Like if the ranking was bargain bin, uh, rental or streaming, seeing it at the theater and then actually purchasing it, I would definitely purchase this on Blu-ray with the director's commentary and everything. I was a little disappointed there weren't any special features, but this also was a DVD and it also cost a dollar. (laughs) So, uh, that's my review of Our Brand is Crisis. I thoroughly recommend this movie to about, just about anybody. And, uh, I'm out. Peace. This podcast is brought to you by 1127 Media.